0: Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. (laughs) The makers of Johnson's Wax for home and industry present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie, with music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. When you bought your linoleum floor coverings, you gave a great deal of attention to their colors and pattern and their quality. You wanted them to be just right for your home, and you hoped they'd last a long time and retain their original beauty. Well, as a matter of fact, good linoleum will last many years, indefinitely if it's properly cared for. But if it's scrubbed continuously, it breaks down and wears out. Well, now, fortunately, the proper way to care for it also saves you work and time. Johnson self-polishing glow coat is so easy to use. Takes no rubbing or buffing. Shines itself as it dries. It protects the linoleum surface against dirt, moisture, and wear. Keeps original colors bright. Regular use of glow coat makes linoleum last six to ten times longer. No matter how old your linoleum now is, it'll pay you to protect it with self-polishing glow coat. And uh, when you put down new linoleum, be sure to give it glow coat protection from the first day. If there's anything the Squire of 79 Wistful Vista likes to do, it's surprise his wife. And if there's anything that gives his wife cold chills, it's her husband's surprises. Get a load of him now, coming in the front door with a bag full of mushrooms he picked in the woods. As we meet, Fibber McGee and Molly.
1: Hey, Molly, I got a surprise for you. Hey, Molly, look what I got. Animal,
2: vegetable, or mineral?
1: (laughs) I'll give you a hint. What do you like with steak, kiddo? Piled way up high on top of it like this.
2: Mashed potatoes. Oh, no. McGee, now, if you brought home a paper bag full of mashed
1: potatoes... (laughs) ah, you're just not used to high-class eating, Molly. Here, look.
2: My goodness, mushrooms.
1: Yep. Make a dinner fit for a king. And you're looking at His Majesty, Fiverr the First. They're beauties, ain't they?
2: Lovely, but they're certainly dirty. Huh? You'd think a careful grocer would at least clean them before he sold them. Grocer?
1: No grocer ever laid a mitt on one of these. I picked them myself.
2: You pick...
3: <laughs>
1: you betcha You remember Nat Wolf? Yes Well, I picked these mushrooms in that little patch of woods Across the river from where the brewery is That Nat's uncle owns a half interest in it
2: Yes, but dearie My gosh,
1: since this warm spell set in They're popping up all over the place And nobody picking them I Had the place all exclusive to myself With nobody else there
2: Hmm You don't suppose that's because other people might be afraid They were toadstools, do you?
1: Toadstools? Ha ha ha! That's ridiculous they'd have been toadstools, I wouldn't have picked them, would I?
2: That was my question.
1: <laughs> Boy, don't they look good. I've had my puss puckered up for a mess of mushrooms ever since for I don't know how long ago. <laughs> and these are the best kind, too. Little button mushrooms.
2: Yeah, that's the kind of a button you ring for an ambulance with. You're not actually planning on eating those things.
1: Not eating them? Why, certainly we're going to eat them. Steak and mushrooms. That's the menu for tonight. Why, you love steak and mushrooms.
2: Look, dearie. I'm not easily frightened, but I don't want any mushrooms picked by amateurs. What? I'd just as soon skip rope with a high-tension wire during an electrical store.
1: Oh, now you're just being...
2: Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, Mr. McGee. Hello, Alice. I didn't know you were home. Hi, Alice. I just got home. Were there any phone calls for me or anything? Just one, Alice. Sergeant Carling called.
4: Oh, yes, Cliffy Carling. He's the one that's in the camouflage corps.
1: Oh, I remember that guy. He used <laughs> to stand out on the lawn disguised as a tree. <laughs> Never knew whether to shake hands with him or prune him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you cured him of that when you started to carve Fibber Loves Molly on his stomach. (laughs) Where is he now, Alice? Well, I I don't
4: know, but he said he was sending me a boomerang.
3: A what?
2: A
4: boomerang. That's one of those sticks you can hit yourself in the head with if you throw it far enough. (laughs) Oh, he must be in Australia I think so Anyway, he says he sees a lot of those birds that think they're alone When they stick their heads in the sand What do they call them?
1: Isolationists Hey, Alice, don't make any plans for dinner. We're having steak and mushrooms. Steak
4: and mushrooms? Oh, jeepers. Yep. I love mushrooms, Mr. McGee. I was going to a chop suey place, but now you couldn't get me out of here with a ten-ton truck driven by Van Johnson.
2: <laughs> Tell Mr. Johnson to stop for me and honk twice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is really going to be a treat, Alice. I picked the mushrooms myself. Oh, well, I and...
2: simply... Ad- what? <laughs> he picked the mushrooms himself, Alice. He can tell a mushroom from a toadstool from a mile away, and I wish he had. But don't,
4: uh, uh, don't people get sick from... I mean, isn't picking mushrooms in the woods sort of
1: dangerous? Oh, sure it is liable to get pneumonia walking around on the wet grass.
4: <laughs>
1: I always wear my overshoes.
2: Oh, no, I... Well, I, I, I'm I...
1: glad one person around here appreciates the finer things to eat, Alice. Mrs. McGee doesn't think she wants any mushrooms.
2: Mrs. McGee gets cold chills up and down her girdle at the very thought. <laughs>
1: Okay, okay. I guess Alice and I can eat all of them. Hey, Alice, we'll have us a piece of... Oh, gee, you...
4: I just happened to think, Mr. McGee, hmm? I promised Monty Fraser I'd go out with him tonight for uh, uh, for dinner. I forgot this was Wednesday. But this is and... just Tuesday. Oh, I mean Tuesday. Anyway, I thought it was, well, jeepers, I better run up and get into my mink-dyed rabbit. I'm uh, terribly disappointed, Mr. McGee. I love mushrooms, but, well, see you
3: both later, I hope. <laughs>
1: Is everybody so scared Anybody think I didn't know A real mushroom When I saw it
2: Well tell anybody To move over And make room for me
1: <laughs> Well I don't care What anybody else has For dinner I'm having steak And mushrooms And I'll get somebody To eat them with me too Hand me the phone Here Thanks Hello operator Give me Dr. Gamble's office At the north end of Mert Is that you Oh dear Oh every little thing Mert It is a... What say Mert Your old man Hiring a kite again Eh <laughs>
2: Isn't that awful?
1: No, he couldn't buy a kite for his little nephew, so he's hiring one for a week. (laughs) What say, Mert? Okay, thanks a lot. Doc's not in. Hey, where's my cookbook, Molly? I seen a recipe in there for mushroom gravy that's out of this world.
2: Well, I don't know, but you will be, too, if you eat it.
1: Come on, Molly, you know the cookbook, I mean. That old-fashioned one that kids around about using butter. (laughs) Oh, I know where I put it. Where'd
2: you put it? Right here in the hall of...
1: I'll oh, yeah. yeah. straighten out that closet one of these days. here somewhere in this, ah, here it is, right where I put it, between the moose head and my old mandolin.
2: (laughs) Heavenly days, the way that stuff falls out of here, don't tell me you know where to look for things.
1: Why, sure, I got it organized. I always throw it in the closet in the same order, and it always falls out in the same order. (laughs) Ah, scientific and logical. (laughs) See? Snowshoes go in first, then the moose head, (laughs) bull moose. Then the tennis racket. And the ice skates.
2: Then the uh, skid chains?
1: No, no, then the camera tripod. Ah, and then the skid chains. Now all the little stuff. Picture frames, tennis rackets. Last, my old mandolin. <laughs> well, that takes you. Hey. Where's my cookbook?
2: Back in the closet between the moose head and the mandolin.
1: (laughs) What? You mean I threw it back in the... (laughs) Oh, well. Well, Beulah's probably got a good recipe for mushrooms anyway. Hey, Beulah. Oh, Beulah. Somebody ball for Beulah?
2: (laughs) Yes, Beulah. Mr. McGee wishes to discuss tonight's dinner menu with you. It's a sort of a culinary last will and testament.
5: <laughs> last who and which ma'am?
1: Give it, Beulah. Look, we're going to have steak
5: and mushrooms for dinner tonight. Can you handle an assignment like that, Beulah? Miss McGee, ma'am, this is equivalent to asking Mr. Kaiser, can he build a rowboat?
3: <laughs>
5: mushrooms are one of the fondest things I am of cooking. I got me a prescription for mushroom gravy I've been just itching to try out.
1: Well, you can scratch now.
5: <laughs> I can scratch now. <laughs> My, my, he start right off. <laughs> I was fixing to cook some grease for dinner tonight, but I, I can hold him till tomorrow. You were uh, going to fix what for tonight? Some grease.
1: Grease? What kind of grease? Just plain little
5: old grease. Huh? Mr. Toop sent him over. Been in deep freeze since he went hunting last fall. Oh, you mean grouse. <laughs> well, there's two of them, ma'am. <laughs> Two grouses is grease, ain't it?
1: <laughs> no, Beulah. The plural is the same as the singular, like fish. Yes, I sure do.
5: <laughs> Particular catfish, but I better get down to the grocery and get the stuff, sir. You know, I like to select the mushrooms myself. Oh, just get a steak, Beulah. Mr. McGee already has the mushrooms. Somebody give them to you, sir?
1: Nope. I picked them myself out by the brewery this morning, Beulah. Uh oh. <laughs> what do you mean, uh oh?
5: I was just rehearsing a phone call to the hospital, sir. <laughs> 729 Hospital? My pop always said that when you picked your own mushroom, you was taking a long chance on a short life.
1: Now, let's not be silly about this. I'll take the entire responsibility. I'll cook the mushrooms myself. After all, my reputation in these mushrooms will be just alike. How
2: do you mean, McGee?
1: They'll both be at stake, won't they? Uh-huh. His reputation in mushroom is sticky. <laughs>
5: Of that
2: man. <laughs> uh, look, McGee, you're not really serious about eating those toads or those mushrooms, are
1: you? Why, certainly, I am. Mushrooms are good for you, full of vitamins and iodine. Iodine is good for the styroid. Thyroid? Huh?
2: It isn't sty, it's thigh, if you'll pardon the expression.
1: Well, anyway, everybody knows mushrooms are highly nourishing. And there isn't anybody that... Hello, folks. Hello,
2: Mr. Wilcox.
1: Hi, Junior. You like mushrooms? <laughs> Why, I love them. You want some? I'll tell
0: you where to get them. Go see my cousin, Big Ozzy Wilcox. <laughs> He's on 14th Street there. Uh, you tell no, him No, that...
2: Mr. Wilcox, no. Uh,
1: pardon? I got some, Junior. A whole bag of them. Just wondered if you'd be in the mood for a mushroom dinner tonight. With steak. <laughs> Would I? Say, if you're having steak and
0: mushrooms, you couldn't blast me out of here with a blockbuster.
3: LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs>
1: You mind if I call my wife and tell her I won't be home?
2: Go right ahead, Mr. Wilcox, but I think McGee ought to tell you that he picked...
1: I picked you to have dinner with me, Junior, because I and you are mushroom lovers. Go on, call the little woman and tell her you're tying on the nose bag over here tonight.
0: Here. Okay. Hello, operator. Give me Wistful Vista 13724. That's right.
2: Look, McGee, I think you ought to warn Mr. Wilcox those mushrooms aren't exact. Hello,
0: punky Wunk. This is sweet stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Been married five years and still Cupid, stupid. <laughs> Uh, listen, Fudge Puss. I won't be home for dinner tonight. No, with Fibber and Molly. Steak and mushrooms. Yeah, sure, I'll be thinking of you, baby, when I put sugar in my coffee. Ah! Is this drip really necessary, Junior? <laughs> Quiet, pal, I can't hear. Uh, what'd you say, Snooky Pook? She did. Well, I'm sorry I wasn't there, but if she calls back, tell her that Johnson's wax is the perfect way to protect leather goods. Yeah, and tell her about how it protects lampshades and windowsills and floors and furniture, too, against wear and dirt and dampness.
2: You know, you'd think she'd know that story as well as he does by this time.
1: <laughs> probably hung up on him long ago, and he's just talking for our benefit. He's always... Uh, What's that, baby? Oh, sure, Johnson's Wax saves hours
0: of housework because it makes surfaces so much easier to keep clean. Hmm? Well, tell her I'll send her a folder from the office. Okay, Lamb Chop. Huh? Oh, wait a minute. I'll find out. What time are you having
1: dinner, Molly?
2: Well, about 6.30, Mr. Wilcox. McGee is cooking it himself, so it'll probably be a little later than
3: usual.
1: Yeah, nobody else will have anything to do with these mushrooms, Junior, in spite of the fact I picked them myself. You picked them yourself? Hello, angel puss. I've changed my mind. I'll be home for dinner. Yeah, bye
0: now. Gee, I'm sorry, folks. I just remembered I've got to sit up with a sick friend tonight. Who? You.
1: So long now. (laughs) My gosh, you'd think I was deliberately going out of my way to poison everybody.
2: Oh, not everybody, dearie. Just a few intimate friends. Look, let's throw out these mushrooms or toadstools as the case may be Throw them out in the alley No, and...
1: sir, by George Now I got my back up I don't care how many other rats desert the sinking ship I'm staying with it I'm having these mushrooms for dinner tonight if they could Well, I'm having them All right, pet
2: I only hope you do get Dr. Gamble to come for dinner Though who'll take care of him, I don't know I'll go out and fix the salad At okay. least I'll have the satisfaction of knowing that's okay
1: Okay Ah, there goes a good kid I can read her like a book. She'll watch Doc and me for a couple hours after dinner, and if we don't fold up, she'll sneak out and eat the rest of the mushrooms. <laughs> Only there won't be any more mushrooms. Between me and Doc, we can account for... Every... Come in.
6: Hi, mister.
1: Oh, hi, Tiny. Come on in.
6: <laughs> Gee, what you got in the bag, mister? Hmm? Candy, mister? Can I have a piece, hmm? Can I have a piece?
1: Now, if it was candy, you'd can I have a piece, all right, sis. It happens to be a bag of mushrooms. Hmm? I says this bag is full of mushrooms. Do you know what mushrooms are?
6: Sure I do, I bet you. My daddy told me.
1: He did, eh? Hmm? I says he did, eh? He did what? Your daddy told you what mushrooms are.
6: I know it. What are they?
1: Well, they're not particularly beautiful, sis. They look like the buttons off your Uncle Elmer's old overcoat. (laughs) But properly cooked, they make old ladies leap up and kiss the busboy. Here, take a look.
6: Oh, Jiminy, toadstools. (laughs) (laughs) They are not
1: toadstools, they're mushrooms. And there's a lot of difference.
6: What is the difference, mister?
1: You mean you never heard about the origin of mushrooms and toadstools, sis? No. Well, sir, it's a fascinating little hunk of natural history, sis Recline in that rocker and rest your rompers while I give you the lowdown
6: Okay, mister Gee, you haven't told me a story for a long time
1: Well, this is a doozer, sis Once upon a time I've heard it (laughs) You haven't heard this one, I'm ad-libbing Skip it Okay Once upon a time, there was a great forest that was full of little people you know about the little people?
6: Sure I do, I bet you. <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs>
1: I mean little people like elves and pixies and leprechauns and fairies. Aww. Well, sir, half of these little people were bad little people, and half of them were good little people. Gee. Yes, sir.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The good little people were always happy, swimming in the buttercups after the rain, <laughs> eating honey out of the flowers, listening to Jack and the Pulpit on Sundays and everything. <laughs> but the bad little people were always snarling and nasty to each other, and to the good little people. Uh. Well, even good people won't stand being pushed around too much. So one day, they had a terrible battle there in the woods. Oh, they were throwing acorns, beating the bajunior out of each other with twigs, <laughs> throwing each other into gopher holes, and just generally raising cane.
3: Uh.
1: And finally, the king of the forest heard the ruckus and told him to break it up, quit the quarreling. But the bad little people wouldn't, and the good little people couldn't. And that made the king angry. And he waved his magic wand and boom! The good little people were turned into mushrooms and the bad little people were turned into toadstools. Mm. That's why toadstools are so poisonous and mushrooms are so good. See?
6: Gee, that's a wonderful story, mister. <laughs>
1: I thought it was pretty good myself.
6: I can hardly wait to tell my teacher. Hmm? I bet she'll revise her entire schedule of nature study, I betcha. Huh? What do you mean? <laughs> you know what? She's still laboring under the delusion that mushrooms and toadstools are a clammy fungus growth that live parasitically upon decaying vegetable matter and are produced from thread-like spores disseminated by the wind and grazing animals. Huh? Just wait till I tell her that the lack of chlorophyll has little or nothing <laughs> to do with their development. Oh? <laughs>
0: Kingsman and Evelina.
7: Evelina, sweet Evelina, won't you come out, come out? Hey, psst. can't you hear me, Evelina? Won't you ever take a shine to that moon? Evelina, ain't you bothered by the bobolink's too Tell me, tell me how long you're going to keep delay in the day, don't you reckon it's wrong, trifling with April this way, Evelina, won't you pay a little mind to me soon, Evelina, are you going to keep me fretting till June, Nothing could be finer than to have my Evelina Wake up, wake up, wake up Let's be doing How the times are wasting, there is joy We could be tasting, break it up Evelina Let's be wooing Evelina, won't you ever take a shine to that moon Evelina, won't you pay a little mind to me She's smelling sweet watermelon Clinging to another fellow's vine Evelina, won't you roll off that vine? Be mine.
1: Gee, I'm sorry you're so stubborn, Molly you're just doing yourself out of a wonderful steak and mushroom dinner. Boy, when you see Doc Gamble and me turn into them mushrooms... Oh,
2: Dr. Gamble, did you finally get him?
1: Oh, sure, didn't I tell you? Oh, I got him. The minute I said steak and mushrooms over the phone, he let out a holler and you could hear him knocking patients right and left, trying to get out of his office. How's Beulah coming with the steak?
2: Oh, it looks beautiful, but I'm afraid I'm not going to enjoy it much. Mm-hmm. I can't sit there and eat calmly while my husband deliberately... Poisons himself
1: Ah, don't talk silly, Molly. I wouldn't eat them if I didn't know they were good. I guarantee every one of these mushrooms personally.
2: That's going to be a lot of help when the coroner starts patting my hand and tells me to be brave, Uh. though.
1: (laughs) Pooh for the coroner. That political hyena has... Ah, my dinner guest. Come in, come
8: in, come in.
1: Hello, doctor.
8: Hello, Molly. Hello, McGee, my dear boy. You know what you've done? What have I done, Doc, old sock? You've made me a very happy man. Ah, mm. uh, steak and mushrooms.
2: Well, personally, Doctor, I'm glad you came. I think it's always nice to have a physician around at dinner time in case, well... If something should develop, I mean... Uh,
1: <laughs> what she's worried about, Doc, is that these mushrooms might be toadstools.
8: <laughs> Why, you silly girl. In 23 years of medical practice, I've learned every possible way in which people can make don fools of themselves. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I've never
8: had a case of mushroom poisoning when the purchase was made from a reputable dealer. <laughs> Did I say something wrong? What are you staring at each other for? Well, speak up. What's the matter?
1: Tell it, Miggy.
8: Well, Dad, it just because a guy goes
1: out into the woods and picks a mess of mushrooms and asks a friend... Wait a minute.
8: You picked your own mushrooms? Yes, I did. Why, you murderous little maverick. What? You combination of Jack the Ripper, Lucrezia Borgia, Jekyll and Hyde, and baby-faced Nelson. You perjuring little poisoner. On the other
2: hand, doctor, they might... On the other hand,
8: brass knuckles. Does this half-baked nature faker think he has a gift for picking edible mushrooms out of 30,000 varieties of deadly fungi? Now, just a darn minute, Dr. Jamble. You don't need a. Neither do you, you ignorant ninny. Well, you got a lot of moxie inviting me over here for a, quote, mushroom, unquote, dinner. Couldn't you kill me off some easy way? Attach a bomb to my self-starter, push me off a cliff, even stab me, but toadstools... (laughs) gad.
2: Doctor, maybe you'd just let me explain. You're Doc,
8: lucky I... you're not explaining this to the district attorney, you bloated little bluebeard. If I only. Say, look. You're serving the steak and mushrooms separately?
2: Oh, yes, Doctor. I'm going to have some steak myself. Yeah, I thought it might be better. Yes, it might, might get... be
8: better if I stayed, yes. I think so, too. I'm starved for a steak. And I'll be handy when little stupid here starts to fold up. Excuse me a minute. Hey, where are you going, Doc? Out to the car to get my satchel. Huh? I want to have everything ready when you start screaming and turning blue.
2: Well, I'll go see about
3: the salad.
8: I'll run over to the drugstore and get some cigars. We'll be ready. Ah, well, that was wonderful. More steak, Doc? Ah, no thanks, McGee. I'm so full of beef now, I'm afraid I'll meet Roy Rogers on the way home.
2: (laughs) Shall we have the coffee in the living room, boys?
8: Oh, let's wait and have it in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. (laughs) Uh, how
1: do you feel, McGee? Oh, me? Oh, I feel fine, Doc. Kind of full, but otherwise great. Hmm. You kids passed up a wonderful dish when you refused the mushrooms. There's still a couple left. Who wants them? Okay, I'll finish them myself
8: Shame to throw them out Um, any symptoms of cramp, McGee? Any sensation of nausea? Why, no, Doc, I feel wonderful Only thing I'm suffering from is loss of appetite
2: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Well, how soon can I breathe easy, Doctor?
8: Oh, give him another ten minutes, Molly If nothing happens, I'm going to write an article for the AMA Journal We're making medical history Any man who has the colossal effrontery to pick his own mushrooms and eat them is crowding his luck too far. Doggone it, I tried to explain to you about that, but you kept shouting at me, so
1: I shut up.
2: Explain about what, dearie?
1: About how everybody was so nervous about my own mushrooms that I threw them out. What? Why, you... Why, I ran over to the grocery and got these. Hey, where's the toothpicks? (laughs) I (laughs) got...
0: At this time of the year, we always get very enthusiastic letters from snow shovelers, from people who have discovered a simple way of making this winter chore easier. They apply a little Johnson's wax to their shovels, and this keeps the snow from sticking to or piling up on the shovel. Makes the job of clearing off the front walk almost a pleasure. Well, I'm glad to pass this suggestion on to you as just one example of the many extra labor-saving uses for Johnson's wax around your home. The same wax you use for giving protection and beauty to your floors, furniture, woodwork, your lampshades, windowsills, leather goods, and, uh, especially during this winter weather, to your boots and shoes.
1: Oh, oh, oh I feel terrible. Am I going to live, Doc? Am I going to live?
8: Yes, my boy. It's a cosmic injustice, but you'll live to make a pig of yourself many more times. Give him two more of these pills in an hour, Molly.
1: No.
2: Uh, Was it the mushrooms, doctor?
8: It was indeed. Not the quality, but the quantity. Just remember this, McGee. More people die from a fork in the mouth than from a knife in the back. Good night. (laughs) Oh,
2: good night. Good night, all.
0: This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson Wax Finishes for Home and Industry and inviting you all to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company.